Hi, and welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, uh, the show where once a week we pick a random subreddit and then talk about it for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. No, I'm no. Jeff Kowalski. You got real lost there. I stumbled out of the gate, but I feel like I found my stride in the middle there. Oh, I'm Louisa Heron. Oh, man. I love that I can hear that you're about to laugh. <laughs> yeah, um, this is the first time I think we've ever recorded, like, first thing in the morning, and so it's kind of throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of wild. We're all still uh, punchy from coming right out of dreamland, uh, eating those uh, sh- sugar plums or whatever the Christmas Fly- dream is. Oh no, Flying you ate all your beds. socks, Jeff. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Fly- I forgot to hang them by the chimney with care. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're supposed to do that, so you don't oh, actually eat them in your sleep. <laughs> that makes so much sense. It's all coming together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we're haunted by Christmas dreams, uh, which make you eat your socks. Uh, mm-hmm. You think about four ghosts. Um, what are some other things? Wait, is Pac-Man an adaptation of A Christmas Carol? <laughs> is Pac-Man? Oh, oh, okay. Wait, I can make this work. <laughs> yeah, I think he collects coins, right? Those little white dots will say are coins. Clyde mm-hmm. is clearly Jacob Marley because it's the only one with a human name. And when they catch up to you the ghosts make you realize that you've been greedy for dots this whole time so that's the end of the the game but the beginning of christmas carol oh yeah, yeah like when you die you, it's good they reverse things for you oh man pac-man is a prequel to the to a christmas carol <laughs> a prequel so, what? yes <laughs> isn't it a concurrent retelling no no no, no. like the uh, okay. The first line in a Christmas Carol is uh, Marley was dead to begin with, right? Yeah. So like, Christmas Carol starts with ghost like coming for Scrooge. So that part, the book, the part in the book between there and the part where uh, Marley appears for the first time to Scrooge that night, that is a Christmas. Car- that is the Pac Man story. He's so, running around chasing dots. People keep trying to get him to stop, but he just eats power pills and throws them out in the snow. He loves cherries and pretzels. Yes. <laughs> so he's it's hoarding in, all of this food he doesn't need, it's keeping an it from the core. Like mm-hmm, uh, that's Lion true. King 1.5. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, man. I can't uh, believe Disney released a movie called Lion King 1.5. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I think that there's been a weird thing of, like, the way that they name different software versions creeping into other parts of culture. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's not good. It's really bad. I, like, it works so well for versions of software, but it's bad for literally everything else, To be I fair, think. that one, that specific example kind of goes both ways, because it was uh, uh, the Mac iOSs that were all named after, like, jungle cats and stuff, right? Uh, <laughs> makes you think. Yeah. And they really didn't have the right to do that. They were just talking about bits and bytes. So you're saying instead of calling it Lion King 1.5, they should have called it, like, uh, Jaguar King. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think you're saying that. 
I think uh, it should have been the Lion King colon uh, Timon and Pupa's Fun Adventures. Is that what it was about? I never saw it. Yeah, it's about what Timon and Pumbaa were up to when they're not in the Lion King, which is, uh, like, the whole, like, all of Simba's youth. Right. Yeah. I thought they just, uh, ate bugs and relaxed, because that was their whole thing. Oh, no, they were actually secretly involved in all of the machinations, yeah, because no. that is, uh, how movies have to be now. Ooh, they were the ghosts of Christmas, present, and future. <laughs> Uh, no, they're clearly sloth and gluttony. Or greed and gluttony? They're greed and gluttony. Wait, are all the seven deadly sins represented in Lion King? Because I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, I bet. Uh, sloth and gluttony. Uh, Zazu is pride. Zazu's pride. Scar is obviously wrath. No, envy, don't you think? Oh, oh you're yeah, right. Absolutely. Totally envy. Oh, uh, one of the hyenas is the wrath. The smart the, one, Whoopi Goldberg. No, no, oh, maybe. Cheech Marin. Uh, no, Cheech Marin is drugs. Is that one of the seven deadly sins? <laughs> Simba is sloth because he doesn't want to take his responsibility to be king. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, interesting. Wait, no, but Timon or Pumbaa was already sloth. Uh, no, I decided Timon was greed and Pumbaa was gluttony. Aren't those, Aren't those the same? Those are the same one. No, those they're not. Those are two words for the same one, but I think. They're not. Pride, Who's envy, wrath, gluttony, lust, sloth, and greed. Is greed also avarice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but nobody really cares about material things, right? So that's not... So Wait, who doesn't well. care about material things? It's it's the day before Christmas. Everyone cares about material things. <laughs> I mean, things. in the Lion King story. Oh. oh, and the girl one is lust, right? Ew, gross. <laughs> but they boned down to an Elton John song in that movie. That's not me who's gross. I didn't make the That's Lion the King. That's the epitome of lust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. El- Elton gross. John is an avatar on our world spreading lust. Have no, you listened no. to Crocodile Rock? Who are the other 70s pop rock musicians who are the other avatars of the other seven deadly sins? <laughs> Uh, oh man I mean like Rod Stewart is all of them though right yeah <laughs> uh, uh, he's the worst pride is obviously Bono yeah alright he has that song called that mm, yeah but wasn't that in the 80s is that important that's fine they started in the 70s <laughs> mm, okay uh, I think sloth should be REM they're so sleepy all the time <laughs> what but they were shiny happy people <laughs> Yeah, but in a very mellow way, yeah. and like the end of the world came, and they were like, "That's fine." Neil Young is sloth. I'm gonna go with that because <laughs> okay. he's he's even sleepier than REM. <laughs> That's fair. Oh wait, what about the Eagles with peaceful, easy feeling? Oh yeah, absolutely, they're sloth. <laughs> well, they also hated each other and constantly threatened to kill each other and break up the band. So does that count as wrath? No, Black Ooh. Sabbath has to be wrath. Oh, good okay. call, for sure. <laughs> uh, Wait, no, could, shouldn't, like, um, uh, NWA or somebody be Wrath? I mean, they were very about shooting people. They were not <laughs> yeah, they were the very 70s. shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the 80s. Are we still talking about the 80s? I we, we were, were talking about the, about the 70s and pop, uh, rock, like, rock groups. We could talk about the 80s. Yeah, Yeah, let's talk about the 80s. (laughs) Let's not do this anymore. Guys, remember the the 80s? 80s? Wow. Am I right? That decade. (laughs) You guys. I uh, literally don't. I was born in 1988. I have no memory of the 80s. I only have memories of the 80s. 
I was technically born during the Reagan presidency and an election year when George Bush somehow became president. <laughs> George Bush yep. Jr. I'm very young. <laughs> I'm 16. <laughs> I come from an alternate dimension where George W. Bush became president right after Ronald Reagan. <laughs> when he was like... 11. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, when he was, like, 40, all presidents are incredibly old. Yeah, man, I was reading about the ages of people when they got elected, and, like, first of all, it's crazy that all the Republicans got elected when they were older than all of the Democrats, but that's fine, I guess. Um, But, like, the fact that Donald Trump is the oldest person ever to be elected president is crazy to me. And it kind of makes me be like, hey, maybe he'll just die of natural causes. That'd be great. I mean, as long as he dies, that's all we need. That would be pretty good. <laughs> I the, the thing I hate most about him is the fact that he makes me think that it would be good for some people to die. Yeah, like, there's a lot of things about Donald Trump that have made me a worse human being. Like, <laughs> yeah. seeing, seeing the fact that his daughter got yelled at on an airplane. Like, I don't love the fact that a lady got yelled at in front of her kids, but, like... She deserved to be yelled at. Yeah, yeah. I don't like feeling that way either, but it's like, either I feel very, very angry indiscriminately at all of the people who support him no matter what, or uh, I am complacent during the rise of fascism in America. Yeah, here's some fucking reverse Christmas spirit for you. I uh, decided not to give money to a uh, charity that supports... rural poor people and instead to give more money to the ACLU because I honestly thought I don't want any of my money to go to people who support Donald Trump. Mm. That's not a good thing to think at the Christmas season. No, it's it's not, but it's it's, reasonable. (laughs) It's pretty annoying that, like, all of the people who are like, yeah, take away Obamacare and all of these support programs in the government are also the ones who are using all of that stuff because I want there to be an opt-out program. Do you think we could just do that? Except that's the problem, right? No one would actually opt out. They'd be like, well, for everyone else, though. Yeah. I I figured out a way that it's fine that I do this and it's not an inconsistency. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy because it's like 90% of the people, and that's not like a made up, like almost all, it's like the actual stat. 90% of the people who use like uh, welfare and food stamps are uh, poor white people in not urban areas, and they are all voting to make sure that the 10% of people who live in urban areas and are not white don't get to have that same protection. Yep. But they need that money, Jeff. Where else are they going to get their crystal meth? <laughs> uh, they're going to make it in a bathtub out of Sudafed the same as everyone else has been doing. Yeah, you got to pay money for Sudafed, Jeff. You got to spend li- money to make Sudafed. <laughs> I'm all about libertarian meth. <laughs> I only buy uh, single batch artisanal handcrafted bro- meth from Brooklyn. <clears throat> uh, see, oh, I only buy my meth from Gary Johnson himself. <laughs> Do you think there's any kind of overlap between the people who are into, like, super crafty made garbage and people who buy drugs, which is basically garbage? Yes. So that you could, like, make some money off of being like, this is crystal meth that I made myself, and it's in a lovely decorative, like, burlap bag uh, with a bow on it. We and it's got know a there is. Stamp. Yeah, there's a term called designer drugs. Well, no, we know that there <laughs> That's is. That's a different we, thing. We saw all those amazing uh, MDMA pills that people oh, have made. Yeah, that's, that's right. 
Yeah, they Those all have like Pikachu's can, and stuff. Can we get back to the part where Jeff thinks designer drugs means drugs made by like Armani or whatever? No, they're they're artisanally designed for rich white people. <laughs> That's not correct though. Well, sure it is. Designer drugs means drugs like researched and manufactured by big companies for a specific purpose, like designed to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Are there any rich drug people who are like, hey, you know we should get back to chewing on coca leaves or something and get it right from the source? Like, is anybody doing that movement? Uh, I uh, feel like it's harder goop? to get coca leaves than it is to get cocaine. Well, if you're super rich, maybe That's not. That's definitionally untrue, Jeff. <laughs> it comes from that thing. I know, but like, in America, it already comes oh. in as cocaine. Yes, in America, sure. Um, no, but people, the rich people don't want that because they couldn't build money for it. You would, like, you wouldn't be able to, you'd just plant a tree. No, and they're not looking like, to sell it. I'm saying it's a lifestyle thing. Like, you should be chewing your own coca leaves because it's better for you. So when you say rich people, you mean stupid people. Yeah, of course. Both. Okay. <laughs> There's a big cross-section of both of those. I, I agree. I just think that the Venn diagram isn't a perfect circle. Although, maybe... Yeah. So, Louisa, what have you been up to on the internet? Um, just catching up with people, really. Like, human mm-hmm. people. That's pretty people lame, magazine. isn't it? But I think, okay, I need to go to bed soon, but I'm going to check out all the people online, and then I'm going to play Pokemon for a little while, and then I'll go to sleep. And instead, I talk to people for ten minutes and fall right to sleep. Perfect. <laughs> It's exhausting to talk to people. Yes. It is. It really is, like, yeah. Especially when it's first thing in the morning and you just rolled out of bed and you have to talk to people while recording a podcast and actually be funny as well. No, we're doing a great job. Are we? (laughs) I didn't go to sleep until, like, two in the morning because I was out hanging out with friends. I have the perfect comedy juice in me. (laughs) Is it hangover? (laughs) Is it chewing your own coca leaves? Yes. I picked them myself. (laughs) Uh, I've also been doing a lot of uh, the the dangerous thing right before a holiday, which is when you figure out all your projects you need to get done and you get them done and then you start to look around and you're like maybe I should take on some new projects I could probably do this in a couple hours and you have to tell yourself no (laughs) no more starting things (laughs) Uh, all I do is start projects Yeah, it's pretty scary when uh, you look around and you're like, I'd like to start a new project, but I don't have enough space in my house because of all the old projects that I haven't finished yet. <laughs> then you just throw a bunch of those old ones in the trash, and then you don't have to think I about them anymore. That. I do do that. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. When you decide to do it, it feels great. Like you made a noble choice somehow. <laughs> well, see, like you're, you're welcome, a hero. Earth. <laughs> all my projects are digital. What projects are you guys talking about? Mm, physical parts of things that you made. Yeah, that's what I figured. I wanted more details than that they were physical. I still need to make all my Christmas cards. I totally fucked that one up this year, but I'm going to send them out as New Year's cards, so take that, everyone. Yeah, I also (laughs) did not send out any of my Christmas cards, and I'm like, "Mm, I only got, like, three, so (laughs) I guess I don't have to feel that guilty. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm I only, th- people are only three times as generous as I am. It's not like ten times or anything. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was always, my whole life I've been worried that everyone in the world is a thousand times better than me, and now I'm starting to reduce that number slightly, so that's a good thing. Yeah, that's Donald Trump's America, man. <laughs> to realize that human beings are a lot worse than you thought they were. Yeah, when I was a kid... I remember always thinking, like, oh, every adult is way smarter than me and, like, has their shit together way more than I do. I don't know how I'm ever going to get there. And I wonder if kids now are like, oh, no. No, they don't. Like, uh, yeah, probably. I'm, no, I'm I don't like, think so. I think it, it goes as a cycle, and you always feel like that when you're young. <clears throat> no, 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 but I'm saying kids now could be like, oh, look, here's some verifiable evidence that, like, most people in this country are dumb shits who don't know their own what's good for them I, as well. I think that when you hit age 12, no matter what generation you were or are, the thing that you believe most in the world is that all adults are total dweebus dorkos who don't know anything about anything. Yeah, true. Yes, but before that, and like, I remember even when I was 12 being like, yeah, all adults are the worst, but they know how to do things, like, they know how to balance checkbooks and understand how, like, bills work and paychecks and all of this stuff, which I'll never understand, and obviously I got there in the end, but like... Did you? Can you teach me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't have to do any of that anymore, because computers do it for us. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you still should. (laughs) You should still do it. I still feel like there's so much I don't know. Like, it's been a very long... I I haven't been in a serious crash, really, ever in my life. Car crash. But Mm. I've had a minor fender bender, like, five years ago, and I was recently thinking, if that happens again, I don't know if I remember all the things to do. (laughs) That's not great. Every time it happens, I get out, and it's 100% of the time it's with someone way older than me, and so I assume that they're gonna, like, take the reins, but they never do. Mm. I always get, like, one time I was in an accident, I get rear-ended a lot for some reason, I think because my car is short and other people's cars are way too tall, and so they don't see me, I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) it's it's never my fault, this has happened to me three times now. Um, it's never my fault, so that's good. Mm. Uh, but one time it was like a teenage kid, and he got out, and I was like, and he was like upset, and I was like, "Hey, it's cool. Let's take care of this. Like, you call this guy, I'll call this guy. We'll get these things. We'll call the police. Everything will be great." And I had like a plan, and I went with it. But I did that because he was clearly in high school, and I was an adult, so I'm in charge of this situation. Yeah. <laughs> You're the captain the, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I needed to really grab the reins of that situation. But, like, when I get out and there's a dude who's, like... Well, this last time that it happened, there was a lady who was, like, in her 50s at least and, like, had six kids in the car, so woof. Um, But she's, like, in charge of human beings all the time. And I just assumed that she would get out and be like, here's all my stuff. But she was like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like... What what are you doing? What? How do you not know this? <laughs> yeah, that's what Especially I'm afraid of being that person. Uh, I don't remember. Do you need my? Oh no! But, Where's my insurance okay, card? But can you turn that obviously insane anxiety <laughs> into safe driving? Like, okay, so that means I have to be extra cautious and not rear-end somebody at a stoplight while they're waiting for oncoming traffic. That's what this lady did to me. Mm. I'm still bitter about it, apparently, (laughs) even though it happened in July. Anyway. That's not that long ago. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. That's fine. You got a year. It's like a wedding presents for people who just get married. Uh, you have a yeah. year to get over minor car accidents. <laughs> I'm still in the grieving process for my b- rear bumper, which I still haven't gotten fixed. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, this isn't I, helpful. <laughs> I just follow all the rules all the time, even if they are annoying to me and all the other drivers. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's not always convenient because sometimes it'll be an empty road that uh, it's very clear you can go like 40 on, but the speed limit's 25, uh, and the lane is extra wide, so it seems almost like there should be two lanes, but there's not, so I'm just driving in the middle of the road going 25, and everyone else hates me because they think I'm doing something wrong, but I'm not. Uh, Yeah, that is the worst. When you're like, I am trying to find where I need to turn, like, I'm going the speed limit, you can't be mad. Yeah, there are roads that I specifically avoid because they have a low speed limit or a confusingly vague uh, lane delineation. (laughs) See, I go at it from a physics standpoint where, like, most of the uh, higher speed limits are there because of the speed at which you can safely turn the turns on that road without Mm. having, like, the angular momentum just drive your car right off the road. Um, But I also have met several civil engineers who've told me that, like, legally, by law, they're required to give a 10-mile-per-hour buffer from the minimum safe speed. So, like, if the minimum safe speed is 35, they have to put the speed limit at 25 by law. Um, Hmm. So well, you it's can not go, good you for can you to tell ten- me that because now I know that <laughs> <laughs> you can go ten miles an hour over the speed limit and nothing will happen to you. Yeah, well, there's yeah. also city ordinances that are just like, well, the speed limit in this town will always be the same speed no matter what the road looks like, mm-hmm. which is the case in New Brunswick where I lived for a long time and where Matt lived for a long time, uh, and there's a bunch of roads in that town where it's like. Mm, you can probably go much faster on this road, but the speed limit is 25 by law for some reason. Mm, yeah. It's so stupid to me that, uh, like, people have these things where the speed limit on the road is 25, but everyone is like, but you can go 50, and no one will, sl- like, the cops won't even stop you. Like, everyone knows it's cool. Then Why? then why even bother to have a sign? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. that's the case on Secaucus Road, which I used to have to take to work. Uh, I was, I think I saw in the six months that I drove that road to work daily, uh, back and forth, I think I saw maybe three other people go the speed limit. <laughs> I drove the speed limit every time, and people got so mad at me. <laughs> One okay, guy but- got so mad at me that he followed me into my work parking lot to yell at me. Okay, but <laughs> counterpoint, sometimes you really have a place to be and you need to get there real quick, and if somebody's driving slower than they need to on principle, it's pretty annoying. <laughs> I guess, but it's like, I had somewhere that I needed to be. I didn't want to be late. Yeah, but you were, I mean, maybe you were going to be late, but, like, I don't know, you've taken away other people's uh, ability to gamble their lives on being on time to work, which <laughs> may That's be a good thing. That's the most exciting gamble of all. I do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do do that sometimes. Yep. 
but I'm like, oh, on a good day, it'll take me exactly 35 minutes to get to work. So I'll give myself 37 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, See, well. <laughs> that's still way more responsible than what I do, which is usually uh, it'll take exactly 35 minutes with no traffic. So I'll leave myself 32 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! I assume that the world, that space and time, will have contracted by then. Yep. It takes me about an hour with no traffic, so I leave myself an hour and a half. And a couple times, I've still been late because traffic on highways is unpredictable. Yeah, yeah man. I went to have a Christmas lunch with with our dad yesterday, and I had to drive over to Pennsylvania. And the drive, like every time I do it, the drive takes me about fifty five minutes. This time, it took me an hour and 40 minutes to get over there. Mm-hmm. The traffic, the last couple days, and maybe, like, it's normally this way, but I feel like it's way worse leading up to Christmas. Yes. The, this year, the traffic has been insane. People, like, like just, uh, there's a stop sign here, but I don't remember what that means, so I guess I'm just going to go. <laughs> like, whoa. Hey. I think it's a terrible, perfect storm, because people always say the busiest shopping day of the year is Black Friday, which is not true. It's always the Saturday before Christmas. The trouble is, the Saturday before Christmas this year is Christmas Eve, so I think people have really panicked. Like, they haven't properly thought about when that Saturday is, so this whole mm. week's been messed up because of it. Well, I went to the mall yesterday, uh, and it was the super busiest. Uh, Why did was, you go to the mall? You're insane. Because uh, uh, I, I don't know, I wanted uh, frozen yogurt. <laughs> what? Uh, I was hanging out with a friend who's in town oh, from okay. far away, and it was a just, thing to do. <laughs> I thought you were just cruising around the parking lot trying to find a space for half an hour and be like, mm, gotta get that yogurt, <laughs> gotta get uh, that frozen yogurt. But then you I can't passed- get it any other time of the year, you guys. <laughs> There's no standalone stores. I have to go to the mall for it. I also yep. just ended up getting ice cream at Cold Stone. There was no frozen yogurt place at that mall. <laughs> do they, do oh, frozen yogurt anymore? I thought we all agreed it was the pits. It is, but it's still around. Uh, no, I like it fine. Like the kind where you put your own toppings on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's Yum. it's but it's less good than soft serve ice cream and no healthier. But so people why? think it's healthier. That's why people like it. It comes yeah. in better flavors, and uh, soft serve uh, comes in chocolate and vanilla. I kind of like how it's sour. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. Good. I don't. I don't hear the complaint from you, Jeff. Like it doesn't need as many flavors because it's already delicious. <laughs> soft serve. <laughs> like you don't need to hide the flavor of its like disgusting, sort of semi-rotted flavor <laughs> with green tea or whatever horse shit. It reminds uh, you that we're all dying. Food. It's a memento mori. <laughs> Where do you what? get soft serve besides uh, Dairy Queen, though? Uh, again, they, we've perfected it. We've perfected the delivery me- method for soft serve. It's just Dairy Queen. We got it. <laughs> they have okay. it at McDonald's and everywhere. Oh, there, because I live in a college town, there is a an exclusively soft serve restaurant on Main Street. Ugh, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah, it'll go out of business soon. There's also did, a grilled cheese restaurant, which will also be going out of ugh. business soon. <laughs> did that all cereal restaurant in Newark? closed down? Yes, it sure did. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I figured. Yeah, New Brunswick had one of those and currently has a grilled cheese restaurant. <laughs> yep. Hey, college students, you're dumb. You're they the also have a cookie people. restaurant. Apparently they're not the dumbest because they let those places go out of business. Those places aren't successful. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I always think of um, 
There was a joke on my brother, my brother, and me once where they were talking about people making children's programming, and Griffin does an impression of an executive. He's just like, "They're kids, Donald. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't care about it. Whatever, <laughs> everything's fine." And I think that that's true of people designing products for college students as well. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're all high. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, You're not wrong. So, uh, Matt, what have you been up to on the internet? Uh, let's see. I had something and now I've forgotten it. Do you uh, want me to go? No, I can do this. Okay. Um, Start with your uh, restating the question. That's how you buy yourself time. Yeah. <laughs> what have I been up to? Uh, three words. It's a movie. Internet. <laughs> Sounds <Walking> like. <laughs> um. Well, I okay. How about this? The Steam Winter Sale is going on right now, so I've been contemplating buying a lot of games online. I have a I have a personal policy which I don't think anyone else should follow. I'm not preaching to anyone, but my personal policy is to not purchase anything for myself other than like vital necessities between Thanksgiving and Christmas so that I don't accidentally get myself a gift that somebody else has put a lot of thought into getting me Hmm. Um, so I can't buy any of the Steam uh, games yet but I've been really looking at them and I'm hoping that they last until after Christmas yeah I have to wait until my paycheck comes in on Friday and I don't know how long the sale is yeah I don't know either but anyway there's some good stuff in there I uh I did, I cheated a little bit because the the game Doom that came out like a year ago mm-hmm. was on sale for 70% off, <laughs> and I've been wanting it for a while, and I was just like, I cannot trust that this will stay on sale, so... Was that the same I Doom I recommended one. last episode? Did you? Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> You're like, know. somebody told me about this game and how good it is, I don't remember <laughs> who. Well, no, I watched... Uh, do you guys know what the Besties is? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, it's got all the people okay. I like, but I haven't uh, looked at or listened to it. Yeah, it's surprisingly okay, but not great. Um, <laughs> Good recommendation. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, but uh, they do they do a Game of the Year uh, episode, I guess, and they started doing that now. Um, and so I listened to their Game of the Year episode for this year, and I owned all of the ones that they thought were the best, except for Doom, so I got it. Hmm. Mm, yeah, uh, have you played it at all yet? No, I, I started it downloading last night, and uh, it was still going when I went to bed at 2 in the morning, so... Oh, good. It's, it's like, do not sh- open until Christmas! It's <laughs> such a huge game. It was like... Uh, like seven gigabytes or something to download. Oh yeah, I did the install from Xbox. It was like, all right, we have to install ten gigabytes from the disc and download a thirty gigabyte update. Like, yeah. uh, excuse me, I only have five hundred gigabytes on this hard drive. Can I install like four games and then I'm done? <laughs> These games are too big. Like Arkham Knight was a seventy gigabyte install. Yikes. I don't understand why they're doing that. Like, isn't there data on the disc, y'all? Here's the thing. The uh, 
speed at which it reads data off the disk is too slow to run the games properly, so it has to install uh, larger, like, more important data that it has to pull all the time to the hard drive, because for some reason they're doing disks, which can only hold at most 50 gigabytes, when a micro SD card can hold, like, 128 gigabytes, just make them on proprietary shaped micro SD cards. Oh, that'd be so cute. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the Game Boy is has always been the most beautifully designed console. Agreed, and that's forever. still true. Yes. There is nothing more satisfying <laughs> than plugging in a Game Boy cartridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so... It feels so nice. But I don't like, like that they're little postage stamp size things now, though. Yeah, it is, it weird. is very easy to lose or swallow them. <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly giving them to babies and then being like, oh no, wait, that baby will swallow that. Babies? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, um, Sometimes I'm on a flight and I have my eye c- covers on and I reach into my bag and I'm like, oh, this is probably a bag of, of Cheez-Its. <laughs> it's oh, just a, a bag. Cheez-It right here. It's <laughs> just yep. your bag of loose copies of Brain Age for the Nintendo DS that you carry exactly. with you everywhere. Yes. You're hoping they work by osmosis if they're just near your body. I'm doing I'm doing testing to uh, see if they all tell me I have the same brain age every day. (laughs) (laughs) I um yeah, I like people were complaining that the Nintendo Switch has uh is gonna have cartridges, like that that's weird. No, it's not. Cartridges <laughs> read instantly because they have a way faster, like solid state media has way faster transfer time and can have way more storage. Like, there's if you're using discs in 2016, you're a crazy person. Like, the fact well, that they have the discs is madness. Well, I mean, like the the whole having to install once you plug in the the disc or cartridge. I mean, I, that's true of the cartridge games as well. They still install a decent chunk of themselves on your game system. Um, it's all just the death of physical media in general, right? Like, mm, I don't like it. But I mean, I used to buy games exclusively on discs at the store because I wanted to preserve the memory, the storage space on my console. But if it's going to use the same amount of memory on my console regardless, why even bother to go to the store? Which is, you know, the point of what they're doing it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... There's no point in buying games physically anymore. Just throw them all on the cloud. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I still like the idea of buying something and owning it. Like, it's still hard for me to get used to the idea that, like, oh, I quote-unquote bought a game, but if, you know, the company decides that uh, they don't like the way I'm doing things, they could just delete it for me, because I've seen that happen to people. I've seen articles about that. They, uh, well... The thing is, I'll buy digital games from Nintendo because their online component is far too inept for them to ever mm-hmm. be able to deactivate a game on my account. True. But, like, even with the disc games on this new Xbox One that I got, it's like, yeah, they could still deactivate it, even if you have the disc. Mm-hmm. They built this console so that you would on put rock the disc... roll. Yeah, they built this console on rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> they built this console so that you would put the disc in and it would install and you would never have to put the disc in again. But then people complained about that because they wanted to be able to share the games, which I guess was reasonable, but it's like... that's They're just selling the discs as a courtesy to GameStop. 
It's like Here's the, the disk they used to send you in the mail for AOL. Exactly. <laughs> Here's the problem, though, because now when you open up your Xbox or, or uh, PlayStation or whatever menus, and you see they have a listing of all of your games in your library section, uh, including all of the games that you have on disk, and you're like, oh yeah, I could get down on some Fallout 4. I haven't played that in a while. And then you like click on it, and it's like, oh, you have to put the disk in. Well... <laughs> Why? You already have it. I see you have it on you. Yeah. Like, I want it, and I don't know where the disc is. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to play Xbox anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to go do something else. I have yeah. DVDs near my TV, but I'm still like, ugh, will Netflix have any Christmas movies I can watch? I don't want to have to yeah. get up and find a Christmas movie and put it in. How annoying is that, though, when you, when you like, finally break down and buy, like, the Blu-ray of a, a movie that you like that, that isn't streaming anywhere, and then every time the next month, Netflix is like, hey, we added this old movie. <laughs> Fuck you, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I've, uh, I want to watch It's a Wonderful Life uh, mm-hmm. in its full, unedited form with no commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that there's that one scene where he shoots all those nude people. I will need it unedited. What? Uh, huh? <laughs> Wait, I spaced out for one second and everything got the craziest. I was what trying to make a joke this? about the fra- the fact that I referred to it as the unedited form as if it was like super violent and they had to cut out stuff for TV. What movie is this? And you it's decided a wonderful to life. say he oh, shoots okay. a bunch of nude people? Those are the two things you can't have in a movie on TV. Shooting people and the nude people. That's why Westworld is not TV, it's HBO. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, because that's literally all shooting naked people. Every exactly. second of every episode. <laughs> There's an executive smoking a big cigar on set being like, uh, that shooting victim could be more nude. They're kids, hey, They don't know any better. There's a naked person over here who hasn't been shot yet. You know, that's kind of probably true. Like, there probably is someone at HBO whose job is to be like, could any of these women be naked right now and not interrupt the story plot? I know you're making a uh, cynical, jokey criticism of HBO, but they literally do send an executive to be like, mm, there's not enough nudity in this episode. Your contract says there has to be this much nudity. Could this part be nude? <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, strange and weird. What's weird is that, and I guess, I mean, I understand it. Like, it's very upsetting, obviously, um, and objectifying to women's bodies and all of that thing, which is bad. Um, but, like, people are way more bent out of shape about it than the very disturbing violence done against people, yeah. especially women in mm-hmm. these things. And it's like, listen. If you want to have a thousand sassy prostitutes who walk around with their shirts off all the time, yes, it's pandering, but fine. But please stop having people sexually torture them. <laughs> Just yeah. stop it. It's uh, it's weird because I've also been indoctrinated into that where I'm watching Westworld and there's like a perfectly fine orgy scene and I'm like, ew, gross. And then someone comes in and shoots all of them and I'm like, this is fine. Okay, but hang on. Because... That orgy scene, I think I know which one you're talking about. The fact that I'm not sure tells you a lot about Westworld. (laughs) That orgy scene, though, what the fuck was up with that? Because it's like, oh, we found these, like 
peasant uh, Mexican rebels living outside of society. It's like squatting in this old mansion. Like they're barely surviving. Let's go hang out with them and party with them and like drink a bunch of booze. A bunch and of then, people are painted gold. <laughs> well, and then suddenly, like they're the the mansion they're squatting in that is like half blown up is full of, like, Bacchanalian delights. Like, what the fuck? Well, these, these violent people... delights have violent ends. Are these people a part <laughs> of your gang, dude? Because, like, why? Like, you guys are, are fighting against the, the army. Are you just toting around gold-painted prostitutes? Listen, you are yeah, man, yelling Anthony about Hopkins a TV a show freak. right now that is exactly the same as if you were yelling about a video game. <laughs> like, oh, these people are supposed to be rebels and they have all this nice stuff. What is this? Like, the idea of that specifically is that it should why be the do, same as a video game. Why do poor people have iPhones? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Matt's become uh, a conservative pundit. <laughs> I'm not saying they don't deserve Bacchanalian delights. I'm just saying, like, if you're still actively in warfare, you should probably leave all of your concubines at home, I would my agree dudes. with you if you were talking about any show that it was about any other like, real society, but the fact that this is specifically meant to be constructed, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I guess Anthony so, Hopkins is a sex pervert, and he made it be that way on purpose. <laughs> but, like, that scene where, uh, what's-his-face, the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, who's, like, the main character, and he's Jimmy walking... Simpson? Yeah. He's, like, walking... Oh, is he from It's Always Sunny? He's one of the McPoyles. Oh, I don't... I only know the three main characters in Danny DeVito. <laughs> okay. Um, he's pretty funny on that show, but he's also very good on Westworld. And, like, he's supposed to be the voice of reason in this. <laughs> and he's like, they all go in and they are walking around and talking about their plans or whatever. And then they walk through the building. And I literally was waiting for the moment where he's like, wait. What the fuck is going... What is that guy doing? Who's that guy? Why are those people doing this? Because that's what a reasonable person should do. And instead, he's just, like, walking angstily through these fuck piles. <laughs> yeah, I want there to be, in that show, way more uh, characters being like, Whoa, these robots are so realistic! This is crazy! I, I mean, can't believe they're doing this! They have that, a little bit of that, to be Yeah, fair. that's kind of what all of the unnamed douchebag groups that come through Maze <laughs> prostitute camp are doing they just like they're just like as she's trying to discover her humanity they're like walking up to her and poking her with a stick like oh man this robot really knows how to react to being poked with a stick yeah. oh man and they gave me a gun i could just shoot all of them yeah uh Anyway, so, Westworld's a good show, and we like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Yeah, it's super duper good. Have you finished watching no! the season yet? What are you doing with your life? I'm trying to get ready for Christmas, goddammit. I'll have how could plenty that be as of time after hey, tomorrow. Hey, how many fuck piles are there in Christmas? <laughs> Zero. Oh, man. I, I was going to say something, and I don't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was trying to make it's some sort of joke about uh, the... I don't know, tying it to some counting uh, Christmas thing, because there's a lot of counting Christmas things. Oh, yeah, sure. partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve fuck piles. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, okay, Jeff, what have you been up yes. to on the internet? Uh, I purchased a device known as a flashcard for my Nintendo DD, uh, 3DS. Because, a DDS? Yeah, a double, <laughs> double screen. Because uh, I wanted to play um, Game Boy Advance games on my 3DS, like, on the go. Um and I discovered that I bought a kind of cheap crappy one. It was 20 bucks, and it came with another one also, because uh, they were having a buy one, go one free sale. Uh, but anyway, instead of playing Game Boy Advance games, which I can do, but they're kind of slow, uh, I'm going to play a Game Boy game. Uh, now, there's been a lot of talk recently about fan games that, like, someone will be making a fan game for a long time, and then they'll release a trailer and be like, this game comes out next month, and they immediately get hit with a cease and desist <laughs> from the people who own that IP. Yes, because of course they do. Yeah. Of course, why yes. Would you th- why did you do this? Yeah. Why did you put that much work into this We've dumb thing? We've talked about it before, but I don't yeah. understand how people think that they have the right to be like, well, I made my own Star Trek story, and I'm going to release it and, like, make money off it, but yeah. that's okay, right? Like, why would that be okay? But now, for the first time, Nintendo has shut down a ROM hack, which is just a patch you release that modifies an existing game, mm. uh, which is, seems a little less illegal, because um, the ROM part is, would be the illegal part if you don't already legally own that game. But it doesn't seem like it would they would have much to stand on to be like, well, patching the ROM, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the game I've been playing is Pokemon Prism, because it got shut down, it was supposed to come out on Christmas, it got shut down two days ago, uh, and then it, someone immediately leaked the final build of it. Um, so I have that, and uh, these people should just be allowed to make the real one. Like, no. oh, you mentioned Star Trek, and uh, those people who make Star Trek fan films, all of them are bad, universally. <laughs> uh, yes. But this Pokemon game is one of the better Pokemon games wait, I've played. Wait, 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 Jeff, you get that people aren't shutting these things down because they're not good, right? Like, they're <laughs> yeah, shutting no, them I down. Yeah, no, I understand. But it's like Nintendo or Game Freak should just hire these people immediately and be like, you guys are amazing at game design, please make games for us. Oh, but they should, uh, 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 they should, uh, ah, Fresh Prince and well, DJ Jesse Jeff, Jeff, this whole Jeff, situation, this, right? Jeff, this Louisa robot is so <laughs> lifeless. <laughs> this, <laughs> uh, uh, does not compute, uh. <laughs> Reconnecting. <laughs> but, uh, that's what happened, remember, we've talked, we have talked about this before, but they, uh, wrote that Nightmare on My Street, and then Nightmare on Elm yes. Street sued them, yeah, but they then they were like, sued. hey, these guys are pretty good, let's give them a record contract. Mm. Yeah, but this is the thing, right? Why wouldn't you just do the exact same thing you were doing, and then at the very last second, right before you released it, just do a find and replace on all of your, like, uh, you know, <laughs> text and replace the word Pokemon with, like, Fifty Shades of Man gray. or something. Like, just one step different, and then just be, just do that thing instead. Yeah, if Fifty it's Shades gonna be of Grey did it successfully. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason that they got caught is because they released a trailer and it looked really good, so it got a million and a half views on YouTube, like, instantly. Like, if they had just continued... They were making it for eight years with no word from Nintendo. If they had just, like, done it without releasing a trailer, everything would have been fine for them. Mm, This might be a smart move for them anyway, because that was always going to be legal, either gray or black area. (laughs) Whereas, now that they have this kind of publicity, maybe they will get hired by somebody. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, um, I mean, it's happened before. There was a, there's this guy who made an engine for making Sonic fan games, and Sega saw it, and instead of sending him a cease and desist, they were like, hey, our Sonic games are really bad. Can you bring your engine to us and make Sonic games for us? And uh, he ported Sonic 1 and 2 to iOS and uh, Android, and then um, Sonic CD also, like, rebuilding the engine from scratch, and it's like pixel perfect uh and now he's making sonic mania which is the new one that looks really good that everyone's excited about guys do you remember the insane intro video to sonic cd yes i was just remembering it and it's the craziest thing i've ever thought of (laughs) oh man he's running up that chain for some reason yeah it's my favorite anime (laughs) yeah it's like if if you took an entire anime series and just made it the part that plays behind the theme song at the beginning. But then <laughs> well, you didn't it does. Make the rest it of plays the behind that uh, Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, yeah, Sonic That's what boom. I'm saying. Yeah. It's, like, it's like somebody made the intro, the opening credits to an anime and then never bothered to make the anime. <laughs> yeah, and instead we got only bad Sonic cartoons. Like, they're all very bad. I remember wanting, like, I, I think that's why I watched the Sonic cartoons because in my kid brain I was like, this must be so, like, these scenes must all be from the cartoon show and so I watched it all the time like, when are they gonna do the cool stuff? When is that gonna happen? And then that crazy dystopian Sonic cartoon show that like made no sense and was terrifying, I was always like well, at some point, they have to explain what's going on. Like, I must have missed an episode at the beginning, and once it comes around, then I will understand what all of this is about. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> that show was at least, like, the writing was good, even if the animation kind of sucked, but, like, the other two Sonic cartoons that had Urkel in them, very bad. Like, the funny one is so bad to look at and unfunny, and then Sonic Underground, which is sort of the forgotten... It's... Uh, just it's like... Tony, Tony Hawk as Sonic? Yeah, Sonic is a skateboarder. Now, go out... Go, just go on YouTube or Netflix and watch the intro to Sonic Underground. It's It seems crazy that someone was like, yeah, of course you can make that. I was thinking about this the other day, though, with video games in general, and Sonic specifically. The number of logical leaps that you as the player are, ent- are like, expected to bring to the table with the plot of Sonic and games like it are crazy. Because you play it and you're like, okay, this guy in a robot suit is the bad guy, and I have to catch up to him and beat him. But as I'm doing it, I'm fighting robot animals that, when I hit them, turn into chickens? Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) What does that mean? And, like, there's this plot, quote-unquote, around it, but it's not hinted at at all in the first Sonic, as far as I can tell. It was the proto-Westworld, is what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, the... 
I, I still am not 100% I get it and like the cartoon show was the perfect opportunity for them to fucking explain what's going on and they didn't they just continued the same thing so you're like yes I get that you're fighting Dr. Eggman that part is is secured in my mind how did we get to this point though Sonic where did that rivalry start why is he turning animals into robots and not even the same animal into the same robot? Just like, oh, I guess this, like, rabbit brain will dis- will control this missile-shooting bee. What? what? Why would a yeah, rabbit just know how to do that? Stuff a chicken in this ladybug. Thinking yeah. about Dr. Eggman really highlights for me something that was from all of our childhoods, but not kids anymore, which is that something could be a translation and then the specific words necessary weren't ever put on screen so there's weird apocryphal ideas about character names like their kids donald yeah is it dr (laughs) eggman or is it dr robotnik are they the same person or two different people like all this is yeah except sometimes places will tell you oh no they're two different people that's why they have different names but that's not true is it what places tell you that not about him but i have seen that about other places uh, other people like um yeah okay the fact that then Nintendo made this canon is insane to me, but, like, when I was a kid, Princess Peach in the console games, and then Princess Daisy in the Game Boy games, like, they were clearly supposed to be the same character. <laughs> yeah. no. Somebody was just like, oh, I fucked up, I don't know how to say it. I don't remember the English word for Peach, I'm just gonna put Daisy down instead. <laughs> he goes to a different land, though. He goes to Sarasaland and has to rescue a different princess. Okay. That, speaking that- of insane <laughs> games that are actually real, the fact that there was Super Mario Land, and it was obviously made by people who had no idea what Super Mario World was about at all? How did that happen? <laughs> It's pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, but the, in the, a not very good way. You shoot really a bouncy ball instead of a fireball. It's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bouncy ball thing is fucking insane. <laughs> oh, man. So Everything pyramids. about that is so bonkers. I remember playing that game so much. Yes. That might be the game I played most in the in my childhood was Super <laughs> Mario Land. I what skipped it until the uh, Virtual Console 3DS release. I hadn't played it at all. What was the one that was uh, where Mario was like wandering around trying to collect coins? And well, it was when Wario. <laughs> it was when Wario was first introduced. That's Super Mario Land Two, six golden coins. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah, I remember that. Five gold coins. Um, <laughs> yeah. That game was awesome. Yes. That, that was, like, one of the greatest games. That was the first Mario game I remember that included side quests in a way, because you could collect those weird extra objects that weren't important, but then you could make mm. a whole set if you collected all of them, and they were I super hard to get. I should play that one. <laughs> oh, it's so... Oh, wait, have you not played it yet? No, I haven't. Oh, oh it's, it's real good. I have the- played Super Mario Land 3, colon, Wario Land, mm-hmm. a little bit, but then I'm a huge fan of Wario Land 2, 3, and 4. Like, those are some of my favorite games ever, especially... Wario Land 2. Yeah, all of the mechanics and stuff from those Wario Land games were first introduced in that second yeah. Super Mario Land or whatever. <laughs> was there a Super Mario Adventure, or am I mixing this up with Final Fantasy? I think you're mixing it up with Final <laughs> Fantasy. I think Final Fantasy Adventure was the same series as uh, Secret of Mana, the first two yes. were Game Boy games. Are you thinking was of was this- that Final Fantasy Legend? No, that was Adventure. Okay. Are you thinking Final of Fa- Super Mario RPG? No, I mean, that's a good game, but that has nothing to do with this. Okay. The Seiken Densetsu series. 
That was Super a fucking Mario. great game. Where's the sequel for that, you the asshole? Super Mario RPG? Yeah. Uh, they're never going to make it again. Oh, God. Why not? It was so good. It's, it's called... Paper, it's Mario. Paper Mario no. and Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. That whole series. No, I won't accept it. Have yeah, you played? Yeah, you pa- and you and Chris feel the same way about this. It's <laughs> like those games are. Uh, well, no, he feels this way about Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi, uh, and you feel this way about Mario RPG and Paper Mario Mario and Luigi. <laughs> I disagree. I think that those are way better. Super Mario RPG is like impossible no, to play now. You're wrong. No. Um, yeah, no, well, here's the thing, right, because Paper Mario is very good and fun. I like all of the Paper Mario games. However, what was so amazing about the uh, original Super Mario RPG is that it was written and designed like a regular JRPG game, and then just Mario is there. (laughs) So, like, everyone else is kind of hyper-dramatic and all these crazy, like, world-ending monsters from beyond are creeping into the universe and stuff, mm-hmm. but then but, but then also Mario. And here's Mario's new friend. He's a wooden puppet. <laughs> <laughs> um, has anyone ever suggested to Cool Games Inc. Super Mario RPG, but the RPG stands for uh, Rocket-Powered Grenade? <laughs> uh, no, I think that you should suggest that to them. Yeah, I should. It's Well, it ties in perfectly with uh, what we do on this show, because now they take all their suggestions by Reddit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Speaking of Reddit, let's find our random subreddit. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Uh, so, <laughs> we put up our randoms in the chat, and I got r slash social media, so very uh, SEO-optimized if we want to... Boring. If we want to appeal to millennials. <laughs> yep. Also, probably the least interesting subreddit I've ever seen. So. I, I find it hard to believe this is in the top 5,000 because it's, like, barely active. I guess just because it has 31,000 subscribers and none of them ever look at it? Yeah, What? what could you possibly the thing is like if you wanted to keep up with the news of what's going on with facebook as a company Mm -hmm. this would not be the place to do that so what do you get out of this i feel like if you're in charge of a brand social media if that's your job you're like all right twitter account facebook account and we're gonna be members of the reddit social media (laughs) like that's it right i feel I feel like if you are the if you are in charge of social media for your company, your first move is to go to Google and type "social media what do?" question yep. mark. Oh, there's a Reddit. People will tell me what to do. <laughs> Would our social media be better if we created a seeing Reddit uh, Reddit account and then went to all the subreddits and posted the episode about that subreddit and be like, "Hey, we did an episode about oh, you guys." No, no. <laughs> it probably we probably would get more listeners. We would also definitely get more death threats. Oh. Um, Man, I'm excited about that. Are you? Because <laughs> you want to uh, die? Yeah. <laughs> Jeff welcomes death. <laughs> it's less that I welcome death and more that I would like someone to try because I am <laughs> you fucking about <laughs> done with internet Nazis. Like, uh, I, it's... it's I'm, like, ready to take to the streets and be like, all right, Nazis, let's go. Like, it's 1943 again, and your asses are in the target. I'm picturing Jeff, like, sitting at his computer, spraying silver spray paint into his mouth, and then just being like, oh, witness me! And then just, like, slowly, calmly setting up a new Reddit account and signing up. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, writing a Twitter good. post that just says oh. Nazis are bad with the letter R. <laughs> yep. And then he's just like, he sits done, back and he's like, yep, done. Did it. Yep. <laughs> I was he speaking does. truth to power. <laughs> I'll post does. my address on there. I don't care. <laughs> Do it, uh, I dare you. <laughs> jokes on them because you live with some Nazis, so they have to get through some Nazis to get to you. Yeah, I'm being kept in a uh, secret <laughs> compound. <laughs> oh man, that's the ultimate defense against Nazis. <laughs> the only way to uh, beat them is to join them. Wait a second. Uh oh. <laughs> Whoops. Take them down from the inside, though. Okay, so my uh, random subreddit. <laughs> Excuse me, Officer Kowalski. Why do you have silver spray paint all around your mouth? Uh, I'm the I cop here. Uh, I, did, I didn't join this group just to destroy you. <laughs> I'm high on meth. That's all. It's new yeah. fancy meth. You probably haven't heard about it. Oh, then you're promoted to major. I think that's how the, the alt right works. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so my random subreddit is inscrutable to me. Reddit.com slash r slash ass credit. <laughs> Wait. I feel like that is a play on words that I can't figure out because that's such a weird set of words. Oh, yes, it is. It's a play on ask Reddit. Okay. Oh, which, is a pop, which is a much more popular subreddit. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. I was very nervous that this could Thank mean you, some Louisa, very bad help. things. I couldn't figure it out, though. I'm like, mm, there's a clue here. <laughs> but it did not I, get through to me. This could have been human trafficking so easy, though, you guys. We really dodged <laughs> a bullet here. The new uh, Doge coins are something to do with asses. Why do people pronounce it like that and not dog or doggy? You've no. said this on this show twice already. Yeah. We need to move on. Okay. I love it. I love Doge. <laughs> Mm, dog. <laughs> Louisa, go do your Reddit. My Reddit is r slash model makers, which from the picture up top seems to be people who make model trains or like little airplanes and stuff. Yep. Pretty straightforward. Also very boring. <laughs> <laughs> so like we're doing ass credit, right? I think we yeah. have to do ass credit. <laughs> I'm excited about this. <laughs> Oh man, so uh, the the sidebar is pretty good. Louisa, go for it. <laughs> All right, so ask credit. Ask credit is a place where degenerates are free to ask the ridiculous questions in search of the ridiculous answers. This isn't anarchy yet. Gotta lay down the rules. Keep it crazy. Nothing hatefully racist or sexist. Pictures of asses is acceptable. If you put a picture of your credit card on here, you will be banned, B-A-N-D, for your own protection. <laughs> I'm thinking now about the thing that just happened where we tried to figure out the name of this Reddit and realizing that the people listening to this only hear what we say and aren't <laughs> seeing what we read, and they are going to think that we are straight up mentally challenged. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Reddit? We don't... What does that mean? Ask Reddit? Ask Reddit? What? <laughs> there is a popular subreddit called Ask Reddit. A-S-K-R-E-D-D-I-T. No, I, I don't think that's the part people won't understand. I think this is Ass Credit. A-S-S-C-R-E-D-I-T. Ass Credit. I was getting there, Matt. I had to explain what it was a joke about first so that the jokes would be funny. Everyone gets that part. Uh, oh man 
So, <laughs> some of these questions are really good. Yeah, I like this one. Read it a lot. I like the top of all time, which is yeah. if two people were on the moon and one killed the other with a rock, would that be fucked up? <laughs> it, How can there be, be shadows on the moon if there's no gravity? Is number two. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, that is really good. Oh, Number man. six, is Hitler real or is he like the Bible where you're not quite sure? <laughs> that sounds like something Jeff would write and put on Reddit. <laughs> a lot of these are funny because they are dumb and worded dumb but kind of have a point. Yep. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put something like that on the internet because I am very sure that the Bible is all lies. Uh, but you're not, not so true. sure if Hitler's real or not? Is that what I'm getting from this? No, I'm 100% sure Hitler's real. I have no doubts about either Hitler's realness or the Bible's fakeness. No, 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 no. The Bible, uh, bits of the Bible are true. I mean, like... Yeah, that's I, true. Rome existed. Yeah, they found Ramsey's corpse. Yeah, like, obviously it's been mythologized, but there are yeah. there are true stories in there at the at the base of a lot of them uh i took a class called the historical bible in college because i mm. love mythology and i was very <laughs> interested in it i've been looking into the historiosity of jesus um because i'm curious as to why it's commonly accepted that yes he definitely existed and the two reasons i found are one it's unlikely that Christians would make up a horrible death for their savior, and two, it's unlikely that they would make up that he was uh, baptized by uh, John the Baptist, because that puts John the Baptist in a place of power above him. And I don't think either of those is a very compelling reason not to challenge the historiosity of Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's fair, but <laughs> I, like, whether or not the dude whose name Jesus existed in the world, he's still our Lord and Savior. No, sorry. Yeah. I, went, I went on a weird path there. I wonder no. if Moses was real. Like, I've never thought about that, but, like, was there a Moses, or was that all, well, like, make them here's, up? Here's the point I was actually gonna make, is that, like, a bunch of people wrote a bunch of stories about these figures that maybe didn't happen all to the same person but mm. probably did happen to people uh maybe not so much some of the like parables and stuff but like a lot of the stuff that was written about Moses or Jesus or even like uh, even more dubiously historical folks like Buddha and uh what's his face Muhammad. Krishna no. Muhammad uh Krishna is a <clears throat> god not a person anyway um like these folks definitely like the the things that happened to these folks almost certainly did happen to someone and then people came along and were like let's put all of those stories together into one person i mean yeah. it's a lot like homer like you know before with this the oral tradition like he he made up these stories about the war a lot of them had mythological components, but a lot of them were probably true, but happened to a bunch of different soldiers. And then he's like, mm. I'm going to say Achilles did all of these things so that it makes him sound super great. And it's kind of like a confirmation bias, too, right? Like they say Hercules was probably a real person, like a king or someone high up in uh, uh, royal politics. But, of course, he wasn't, like, a demigod and did all those things. But because he existed, like, these stories then sort of formed around him yeah. to make him seem more amazing. The, 
the craziest thing is I read a bunch of stuff about um, uh, Dionysus probably started out as a real dude, mm-hmm. and then people told stories about him until he became a god in the stories, and then people started naming their kids after this god, and then those kids grew up and did stuff, and then people <laughs> added that stuff to the Dionysus myth. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, the fact that Dionysus was raised on an island by a goat and all of that weird stuff seems really at odds with the, his, like, being the patron of sailors and turning dead sailors into dolphins. Dolphins and things like that, but there's historical evidence that there was a. Uh, Listen, there was a different guy who turned sailors uh, into dolphins. Okay, well, no. there was a, there's historical evidence that there, the leader of uh, the Greek navy in like the very early days of the Greek city state was named after the god Dionysus, and so they made retroactively Dionysus be the god of sailors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's weird. Yeah, I like mythology it is awesome. I feel like a lot of mythology comes from the fact that people are so afraid to do something and not have anything to back it up. Like for people to be like, you know, this time of year we should cut down a tree and bring it inside and decorate it. Well, why? Why do you want to do that, dummy? And you can't be like, oh, I just think it would be nice. <laughs> so you have to be like, ah, oh, no, there's a reason. You see, this is important for these reasons. Yeah, I think I often think like, man, if. If, let's say for the sake of argument that everything in every religious text is literally true. Mm-hmm. If so, man, how how much easier would it be to be a savior? Because, like, somebody would come <laughs> down and be like, no, everything you do is right. Like, yeah. just go and do it, and then you'll be doing it right. And you're like, oh, thank God, that's what I've wanted my whole life. Like, I've always wanted a reason to tell people what to do, and now I have it. Mm, counterpoint, George W. Bush thought God told him to be president. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You don't think that it would be easier to be George W. Bush than it is to be a thinking person? <laughs> yeah, it would be easier, but it would uh, be the worst thing to do. Like we haven't yeah. had a we haven't had a good person who thinks that they're the savior yet. All those actual saviors are like, no, nah, I'm just a guy. Yeah, Jeff, you're you're arguing a point I'm not making. My point is, it I would see. be so easy. <laughs> I see. You're arguing from a place of, of personal comfort. Yes. Yeah. You're, you, Look, you've chosen a side in the eternal question of would you rather be smart or happy? You've chosen yes. happy. Yes. That's the problem, though. I've chosen happy, but I've been cursed with the other one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about the Dalai Lama? He's smart and happy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he, he puts on more happy than he actually is. I mean, Tibet's still pretty bad off. Yeah. yeah, but I think that he's perfectly willing to admit that his life uh, has a lot of difficulties in it. He's also much smarter than I am. Like, mm. I wonder if I wonder if you get to a point where like it loops back around, you know? Yeah, where you get so smart, they're like, "Oh, none of this matters. This is simply a shell in which my existence <clears throat> happens for uh, like sixty to ninety years." We came back around to nihilism. Yeah, exactly. I think that the Dalai Lama's point of view uh, has shades of nihilism in it because well, I mean, it's it's about like the material body not really mattering. Yeah. Real real talk. That's kind of the basis of a lot of uh, Zen Buddhism. Yep. Yeah. 
like uh, it's, the world it's, is is pretty fucked up and you can't really fix it so well, enjoy it that's the basis of a lot of religions when you get really high up into the philosophy of them like Jesus <laughs> that's, a, that's the basis of a lot of college parties when you get really high <laughs> yeah, as well exactly. <laughs> but like, well, it's like Je- uh, most of them are to, about rewards um, Jesus said to uh, turn the other cheek like he was all about like letting things happen to you yeah yeah but people, the Christianity isn't about Jesus, though. Well, well, I'm no, saying but- the philosophy of the <laughs> uh, prophets of various religions. A lot of it is about like, oh, just let everything go in the world. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, way I guess too, so. Way too many of the questions on this subreddit are just people being like, "Look at how random I can be." Yeah. And that yeah, really true. annoys me. But then I find one that's like, are Cheerios really just bleached Fruit Loops? And that makes me very happy. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, if you pee from your penis, shouldn't you poop from your poopus? Shouldn't it be poopness? <laughs> I don't yeah, like it should. I still like it. <laughs> and poop- isn't poopness the main character of the parody of Hunger Games? <laughs> Yeah, that uh, <laughs> the that movie, the, the Starving Wayans Games from Zachary Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's about the level of discourse they're working at. <laughs> <sighs> this is the worst subreddit we've gotten so far. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, uh, uh, I'm would- not saying that it's bad by accident. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one that we did that was full of scumbags? Um, the, those guys alone that got, or something? The, no, no, no. The one where the guys got married in like uh, foxy shirts oh, and sunglasses. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, trashy. Uh, trashy? Yeah. Yeah. trashy. Trashy was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, this is this is <laughs> this is not as bad as trashy. Trashy this, was psychically unpleasant. All right, can anyone? This, yeah, this is just low quality. It's not like the things in it are viscerally upsetting. Yeah, true. Um, can you guys think of questions that you would put on this board? Because I tweeted something the other day that I was thinking about, which is, are Wario and Waluigi brothers? So I looked that yeah. up online, and guess what? Nobody knows. Nintendo has not specified yeah, that they have. That implied, guys. They have implied outside of the games that they are not brothers. But they've can also labeled s- things the brothers. Like, what's happening? Guys, can we please start a viral internet uh, movement to petition Nintendo to make them lovers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they have to be the opposite of the Mario Brothers. Yes. If the Mario Hate Brothers are brothers, other? the opposite of that is people who kiss. Oh my god, the, su- <laughs> the super the super Wario lovers. <laughs> uh, no, the, the uh, what's the opposite of super sub <laughs> The sub Par Wario lovers. <laughs> that uh, yes. Good. Also, that That's could be ex- the name of the people in our movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a Wario lover and very subpar. <laughs> Aren't we all, Jeff? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yep. I own the amiibos for Wario and Waluigi. Make them kiss. <laughs> Uh, they're interactive toys. I have to scan them into a game. The game will make them kiss. <laughs> oh man, that would be a good game, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you'd only be able to. You, the problem is, you'd have to make sure to ban like Princess Peach and all of that stuff from that game because oh, that yeah. would be no, gross. No girls allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo presents Super Mario's No Girls Allowed Kiss Party. Oh, uh, you know what? Ferdo would be allowed. She'd be allowed because oh, she's no. a monster. She'd be. A, she'd be. She'd overpower anyone with a kiss. <laughs> she'd <laughs> swallow your whole head. Exactly. She'd be a uh, fun power up. She'd be the most popular. P- person at that kiss party, though. Everyone would want a piece of Birdo. I don't agree. It's too intimidating. They can all kiss her at once because she's got such a big mouth. Yeah. What if she shoots an egg out of there and destroys your skull while you're kissing What, her? do you think that happens randomly? Like, she can't control when she shoots the eggs out of her mouth? Yes, she I do only, think that. She only shoots eggs out of her mouth when she gets real excited, so you gotta make sure you don't do a good job kissing. So you're saying when you're playing Mario 2 and you get to the end of a level that Birdo is just super horny? <laughs> Yeah, and you're playing <laughs> Russian roulette with Birdo. <laughs> yes. That's why it would be so popular to kiss her. It, it would be the most exciting kiss of your life. Yeah, you get a free breakfast out of it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Are there little Birdos in those eggs? I don't no. know. I thought maybe they were, like, gallstones or something. Yeah, they're just egg-shaped rocks. Those eggs no, don't they're come hollow. from there. They're hollow, because when you throw them at people, they break, and, like, all the shell pieces crumble, but there's nothing inside. Huh. It's sad. Aww. That's why Birdo's guess, so sad. I guess Birdo's well, barren. <laughs> well, Birdo's transgender, so, like, it, she, she doesn't have the capability to reproduce sexually. Huh. Birdo is, Birdo is a strange character. Yeah. She wasn't a bird. <laughs> she was, like, a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Again, going uh, back to the, okay. like, translations of games from Japanese and people like, uh, whatever, fuck it. They're kids, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that, like, uh, explaining, like, oh, Bowser's favorite food is hot dogs, or whatever weird thing, because they needed to fill space in the manual. Yep. Uh, okay, so if I was... Related g- to the Yoshis. Uh, I don't... Evolutionarily, maybe, but not... She's exactly like a Yoshi, except her mouth is different. Every other part of her, exactly the same. I think because Super Mario Bros. 2 uh, takes place in the dream world, that Birdo is Mario's nightmare of Yoshi. Hmm. So you're saying that Mario met Yoshi before Super Mario World? Yeah, they were friends when he was a baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <true>. hang on. <laughs> okay, maybe this would be the question I would ask on this uh, subreddit as well. Mm-hmm. Did Mario ever live in the real world, in our world? Or was that so. just in the Super Mario Brothers movie? Well, in, I think it's just in the movie and cartoon. In Super Mario Brothers 2, I want to say, if you beat the game, you see a Wait, way- are you talking about Super Mario Brothers 2, the movie? No. Super Mario Brothers 2, colon, Super Wario Lovers? <laughs> Subpar Wario. <laughs> Yes. I hate this. I'm <laughs> quitting the show. In Jeff, the end of that you game, it. you see him wake up in bed. In the real yeah, world. You only see him sleeping in bed. No, you see him wake up at the end of the game. Yeah, but it's not like he's in a, um... In, like, it's, like, zooms out and shows, like, the Empire State Building. <laughs> Well, like, he's just in a bed in a house. He has that in super, in Paper Mario also. Well, I'm saying, though, that's our glimpse into the real world. That's the proof. Oh, so you you think that uh, the Mushroom Kingdom is also a dream? Yes, I do. 
So are you saying huh. Mario is in a coma? Because he spends a lot of time in that dream. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, when, when Pikachu defeats all those Spearows, Mario's in a coma for the rest of the game. What? <laughs> uh, what? I'm combining fan theories as a joke, because there's uh, that fan theory that Ash went into a coma in the first episode of Pokemon. And the rest of the game's a dream. It's a very bad theory. Wait, there's yeah. a theory about it all being a dream, fine. But that does have Pikachus and Spearows in it? Like, why bother having a dream about the rest of the stuff? <laughs> yeah, you're already in a magic world full of monsters. Like, uh, what, 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 what in the world of the Pokemon cartoon was so outlandish beyond the basic premise <laughs> that they oh, were like, the fact this that couldn't the happen fa- if not in a dream. The fact that the worst Pokemon trainer in the world keeps getting all the badges. <laughs> I guess the fact that a child can become Pokemon Master is uh, suspicious. No, I did that in all the games. <laughs> yes. Both as a child in real life and as a child in the video game. Also, uh, maybe it's just that everyone in that world is the dumbest human being. Like, there's no one smart in the, the uh, Pokemon cartoons, right? They're all dumb. <laughs> mm, I guess. I mean, uh, like, like they're being terrorized by Jesse and James from Team Rocket. Like, what? Just arrest these fools. They're idiots. <laughs> yeah, what they encounter doing? smart people sometimes, but none of the main characters are ever smart. I think that the only people. What is it possible that in the world of Pokemon, everyone is a Pokemon and thus, like, animal level intelligence except for the professors and they're the ones who are like playing everyone like chess pieces (laughs) to what end (laughs) is there an evil professor in any of them because that would be awesome oh is Uh, this only in the card game there is a team rocket uh expansion card called imposter professor oak that's got like a slightly smaller meaner guy with bad eyebrows in like a over like a lab coat that's too big for him being like Meh. listen so to this the, the, what? wait i no i have to okay, I, it's do it, do it, do it. in me the <laughs> the next pokemon game and nintendo if you want to hire me and jeff and louisa to write this we absolutely will the next Nintendo pokemon game in order to mix things up should start with you are a kid who dreams of becoming the pokemon master like always and then a professor comes to your house and is like i heard you wanted to be a pokemon master but you never will and like throws shit around your house and is like fuck you you dumb kid you can't do it and like constantly is trying to stop you and so then you as a kid you're like i'm gonna prove that fucking professor wrong and the whole thing is instead of like the professor coaching you through everything, he's your nemesis, yeah, and you're trying your to rival, destroy like him. Gary. <laughs> yeah, that God, would be that great. Would be good. <laughs> Fuck, that would be a good game. What I was gonna <sighs> say is, in the Pokemon world, what if it's like the time machine, and the professors are the Eloyim? Oh, is that what yes. they're called? And then everyone else is Morlocks. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Divergent Weird. evolution in that universe. They already have proof of divergent evolution because of those fucking ice sand shrews or whatever bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. And uh, the professors all have tree names, like maybe they're dryads somehow. Is there an evil tree we could name our evil professor after? There's what's, an evil tree Pokemon. <laughs> what's the evilest tree? In the real world? <laughs> yes. Mm. Professor. The, the Great Redwood. Oh, wait. is Hemlock is a tree, isn't it? Yeah. 
Is it? Professor yeah, Hemlock. Absolutely, because that's a poison. Yep. God damn, this is a good one. Okay, play. so what you're saying is you want to make a Pokemon ROM hack fan game. Oh, Because no. <laughs> this is how all of them start. They're like, I know how to make Pokemon better, and then eight years later, they're going to cease and desist from Nintendo. Okay, but we're going to go one level smarter than that, and we're going to call this Dokemon. <laughs> I will just put, like, a little hat on all the Pokemon so that it's uh, legally yeah. distinct. Yep. We'll, just, oh, we'll yeah. just cut the sprites of all of the Pokemon in half and mash them together. So it's, Ooh. like, half Pikachu. The left half is Pikachu and the right half is Onyx or whatever. <laughs> sure. People would like that, right? And it's called The Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> no, we've already decided the title of it has to be uh, Nintendo Presents uh, Super Mario's No Girls Allowed Kiss Party. Are you sure you want to put Nintendo Presents in there? That seems yeah. like we're asking no, for trouble. That's part of the confusion. It'll really oh, throw did off we, the Oh, did we already sign off on this? I guess we did. <laughs> it says Nintendo Presents right on it, Mr. Uh, Nintendo. What is his name? Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Sitting in his giant Nintendo palace. (laughs) I can't find anything on the Super Mario wiki about where Mario is from. (laughs) He's gotta be from Brooklyn, though, right? Yeah. It just says that a stork is delivering Mario and Luigi at the beginning of Yoshi's Island, and then at the end of Yoshi's Island DS, after a lot of weird kidnap adventures, they end up at the feet of their real parents. Hmm. I don't okay, like this. So, is it possible that Yoshi's Island is like where all babies come from? And so like every baby has to pass over Yoshi's Island to get to the real world and Mario and Luigi just got dropped there and then they get to the real world at the end of the second Yoshi game, but then <laughs> They are constantly haunted by their memories of this parallel world that they were in, and they seek a way to find to find their way back to it. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. I think that's it. I think we found mm. it. Uh, ooh, I just got a chill. I feel like a baby just passed over my Yoshi's <laughs> Island. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <That's>, oh. <laughs> that sounds more like a sexual euphemism than it does like a creepy thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> The trouble is, oh, passed over weird. is not really a very sexual phrase. No, I suppose that's true. <laughs> well, it is if you're me. Mm. No, stop it. <laughs> well, no, Jeff is just saying that because he paints his dick with sheep blood every, <laughs> every spring. Oh, God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this is grim. Oh, that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst joke I've ever made in my entire life. Yeah, I don't want my firstborn dick to be taken away by the devil, so I cover it in sheep's blood. Uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um, I would like to take this moment to apologize to all of our listeners. And to that Jeff, and to but not to me. <laughs> and to the no. whole entire tradition of Judaism. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but not to Jeff. I, all those other ones, but not Jeff. Nah, that's fair. <laughs> um, so, we didn't learn anything about Mario. Uh, we could probably ask, uh, ask credit. What exactly, though? Where Mario from? <laughs> yeah. 
just that question, those three words with a question mark at the end. Remember, Where Mario from? <laughs> do you remember in the Super Mario cartoon how Bowser also had a Brooklyn accent? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that, like, Bowser is living the opposite experience of the Mario Brothers, and he also was left as a baby in Brooklyn, but he had such a tough life because he was an orphan and also a dinosaur, <laughs> and so he, like, yeah, I got see hard on the streets? <laughs> yeah, did he join a gang? Because he always had those spiked uh, wrist cuffs. Didn't he have a, ta- a teardrop tattoo at one point as well? <laughs> Yeah, that's when he uh, wanted to seem harder for his rap career. I feel like I definitely have seen... I guess he just cried a lot in that cartoon. (laughs) This is where we get into some real Shazam type stuff. Which is kind of what I did on the internet. Everyone look up the weird Shazam phenomenon. Yeah, and get really, really mad at millennials. (laughs) Yes. Wait, what's the... I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. S-H-A-Z-A-A-M phenomenon? Well, people think that they remember a movie called Shazam from the 90s Uh starring uh, Sinbad as a genie. Oh, right. But it's actually... And everyone's like, "Uh, you mean Kazam, which stars Shaq as a genie? That's obviously what you mean. And then, of course, they're like, no, we don't mean that. And they have all these theories. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that coming out like a year or two after Shazam. (laughs) Like, no, you don't, because Shazam doesn't exist. Sinbad just, like, wears baggy pants and vests and looks like a genie most of the time for his comedy act, and it's ridiculous that Shaq would be in children's movies. Yeah, what Shaq, Shaq was in children's movies, though. Yeah, but it's ridiculous that he was in children's movies. I guess so. Well, it, like, people are just doing that because Sinbad is a name from Arabic mythology as well, right? Yeah, that's what Sinbad says. <laughs> people don't believe him. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, uh, I dressed as a genie for, like, a commercial once. Maybe you're thinking of that. Also, I just wore baggy pants and vests all the time. Maybe you're thinking of that. Also, you're thinking of the movie Kazam and the fact that I was in Jingle All the Way. And no one old, no one who was older than eight at the time this movie was supposed to be released remembers it. Like, he's been taking to Twitter to be like, I assure you that all of this is in your head. Yep. Yes, but counterpoint, uh, he is absolutely an Illuminati reptilioid, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, he would lie to us. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I've started people, seeing people on Twitter who get responded to with, uh, no, that story's fake, here's a Snopes link with, are you seriously saying you believe Snopes? So, right-wing people don't believe Snopes anymore? Uh, Yeah, it's very strange, because that's, like, one of their main uh, politically neutral sources. I was thinking about this, and I think I figured out something, which is, I think what's going on now is stupid people parroting the natural skepticism that smart people have where like smart people will be like oh well you're telling me this thing is true but I need to make sure that that's not just your opinion and so I'm going to look for like peer reviewed sources and like actually evidenced articles about this stuff now I believe you are not based on that and then stupid people are like Oh, I can do that too. Whenever anyone tells me something, I'm going to say that it's not true. Like, that's the part of it that I understand, and so I get, like, that's what I'm going to do. This is what happened in the Dark Ages, isn't it? Like, oh, you know about science? You're a witch. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's, it's the, the quote I always see is, uh, 
it's the idea that someone's ignorance is the same as another person's knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, Socrates, the guy who invented democracy, said <laughs> how dumb it was. <laughs> this is a bad <laughs> the guy idea, who guys. Invented knowledge. LOL, yeah. guys, this is just a joke. Don't use this. <laughs> this is a I parody. Mean, <laughs> no, seriously? Have you read? Oh, no, it was Plato. Have you read The Republic? <clears throat> because that's literally what that book is about. It's like, hey, guys, if you did a democracy, you could do it like this. How dumb would that be? Seriously, don't do this. Signed, Plato. <laughs> yeah, they all had philosopher kings back then when. Uh, people could still be benevolent. Yep. He believed that the only way that a society could be run would be to make all of the smartest people be in charge. Hey, Plato, pretty good idea. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but there's different kinds of smart, though. That's the problem. Yeah, he believed in a council of all the smartest people in each different kind of smartness. Yeah, there would yeah. be someone who is a genius at sloths, someone who is a genius at greed, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Wait, that's, that's how you make a perfect society. <laughs> Jeff, that's our current oh, government. Oh, no, the new cabinet, it's true. <laughs> oh, man, except all of them are all of the seven deadly sins. <laughs> And there's like 40 of them, which makes for, uh, um, don't tell me, 280 evil. sins. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like the name of your indie movie, Jeff. 280 sins? Yep. What, do I have to, I'm cursed by, like, an angel, and I have to do 280 sins before I can go to heaven? <laughs> Why would angels do that? <laughs> like, uh, you're too good for heaven, sorry. <laughs> you need to oh, sin man. more. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome movie, but the title would have to be Too Good for Heaven. <laughs> oh, too Good it. for Heaven, known in the UK as 280 cents. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great movie, Jeff. Make that movie. Yeah, do it. Uh, we keep, I keep saying, I've been saying since childhood, yeah, this is a great idea. I'm definitely going to make this movie, and I've yet to do that. Yep. So this one, though, is the one. <laughs> Alright, I'll do it. And you it. can have an evil professor in it. Wait. We can make this work. He's going to be named Professor Hemlock. You gotta yep. catch and, them all. Gotta catch all the sins. And he, will, <laughs> and he will constantly be telling you you couldn't possibly commit 280 sins. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually too many. Let's make it 151 sins. Yeah, it would be hard to get that many into a movie. Like, it would just take a long time. But I think it would have to be that you'd have to commit different sins. Like, you couldn't just commit the same sin 151 times. You'd have to... You'd yeah, have to you'd be have finding to get... new ones, so you'd be like, okay, well, I've already murdered, I've already adultered, like, I tortured those animals, I've gotten through, like, a hundred of these, where <laughs> I am I gonna find- I myself in sheep's blood, <laughs> I've already <Yeah>. done that. <laughs> like, where am I gonna find new sins, and you have to start inventing new sins to commit? Oh, no. Alright, invent a new sin right now. <laughs> okay, um, uh, putting a, uh, ice cream cone over your face so that as it melts it drips in your mouth but you don't have to like move your face towards it isn't that sloth that's... and gluttony yes yeah. that's what I, I'm remixing sins here you uh, guys okay. wait sluttony <laughs> oh man that's the new Britney Spears album isn't it or oh, what a gloss? topical timely reference that is <laughs> 
I'm sorry. When you said Slepney, it just made me think of like what a bad uh, tabloid would call Britney Spears <laughs> yeah. after she came out of like a nightclub or something. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but what? a weirdly morally judgy tabloid, which I don't think exists. <laughs> Wait, hold on. There's no morally judgy tabloids? That's your stance you're going with? What about most of I them? I genuinely don't think that they are like they. I mean. Their readership is, but I feel like they're just like they treat everything as what? equally sensational and awful. No, so they're no. like they're like Britney Spears caught in a fuck pile in Westworld, and then the next one is like, look at how terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger's body has gotten, and like each of those t- stories is treated equally as like insane. So they're judging every action anyone takes as morally reprehensible. Well, yes, but no, I feel like you're wrong because I feel like I can see the New York Post or the Daily Mail having a cover that just says for shame and then has a picture of a celebrity. I feel like they're all about weird moral judgments. But no, here's my point. Morality is defined by not only thinking things are bad but also thinking other things are good. And what I'm saying is you cannot be moral if everything is equally bad to you. You are just being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yes, when everyone's okay moral, no one will be. It's just like the Incredibles. And then you're too good for heaven, and no one can get in. Yes! <laughs> and heaven okay. was full, and that's why the dead walk the earth? <laughs> Is that how that goes? <laughs> oh man, a reverse zombie movie! Perfect! <laughs> it's like touched by an angel all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of people wandering around being like, do you need a hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what if it was all zombies that were on earth, just like they were people that died and were trapped on earth, and they're like, well, heaven is full, so I guess we have to get into hell, so let's commit as many sins as we can. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's already what's going on in zombie movies, and that's why they eat people, because they know cannibalism is a sin. Maybe that's what's already going on in the world, and that's why everything's so terrible right now. (laughs) (sighs) Well, thanks for the episode. Yeah. (laughs) No, I didn't want to end on that. (laughs) So we all had some real epiphanies here today. Uh, but I think we can all take away from this episode that Wario and Waluigi are totally lovers. There's no oh, question. If yeah. only. Oh my god, can you imagine if they adopted a gassy baby and and Waluigi had it on a baby Bjorn as he was, like, going around being a dick? Uh, I actually can only imagine Waluigi uh, getting impregnated by Wario. No! Stop it! It's the only thing I can imagine anymore. Don't imagine that. Oh, well, you've got one sin down. 150 left to okay, go. Okay, I guess I'm gonna Google Waluigi M-Preg. No! Don't do it! Oh, of course you are. Uh, Jeff, are you trying to say you haven't already done that several times in your life? Because I do not believe you. Weirdly, uh, all the results so far are Sonic and Luigi both being pregnant. None of them are Waluigi Google's pregnant. Google's like, mm, you probably meant this. This is what you wanted. <laughs> Google is protecting you from yourself at this point, though. Oh, man. I I genuinely... I think our best idea today was the idea of those two... Th- here's the problem. They're they're villains, and if you make them into a cute gay couple, I feel like I'm not gonna be able to not like them more than I like the Mario Brothers. <laughs> I already don't like the Mario Brothers very much, <laughs> and if if you make Waluigi and Wario into a cute gay couple, I'm definitely gonna like them more than I like Mario and Luigi. 
Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff was busy Googling this image I'm clicking on now. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, God. Why? What it's just this? a poorly drawn cartoon of Waluigi on the phone talking to Sonic the Hedgehog, and he says, Sonic, I'm pregnant, and it's yours. Why would Sonic be the father? <laughs> There's no other images of pregnant Waluigi. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> All right, so fans, if you want to show your love of our show, please draw pictures of pregnant no, Waluigi. No, please don't. Please do. Oh, oh man, it sounded like you said President Waluigi, which would be even better. President Pregnant Waluigi. Please tweet them at Heronbird no, on Twitter. No, never! I will block you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, well, I hope you liked our show. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, if you want a review, Jeff gave one out last week, so I will give one out this week. You can say, uh, this is my favorite MPEG, MPEG fan cast. Uh, five stars. <laughs> Recommend it to your friends. I'd really appreciate it. And yes, everything I've said before now was all text that you should put into your review, including the appreciate it part. Um, oh, good. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Seeing Reddit. You can email us, uh, seeingreddit at gmail.com. Um, I'm on Twitter, Matt Heron. I'm on as Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Twitter at J3FK, and you can go to weaponizedlanguage.com and listen to all the podcasts I make. I'm Louisa, and you can follow me on Twitter at Heronbird. And that's about it. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, so Christmas is already over when you're listening to this, but it's the day before Christmas uh, and all through the and house. And tonight, Hanukkah starts. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so it'll be like, it'll be it'll be the, the dog days of Hanukkah by the time you're yeah. hearing this. Okay, so we, we hope you guys have a really uh, hot Hanukkah. No. <laughs> Hot Hanukkah? Yeah. Uh, Please have a really reverential Hanukkah. Remember the sacrifices made by Judah the Hammer and the rest of the Maccabees. Yep, and uh, please uh, enjoy your holiday season, and don't forget to keep your pockets on track. <coughs> don't read the comments. <laughs> it took me by surprise that time, but only so much that I forgot what I was supposed to say. <laughs> try to be positive and people always think that like having a sort of optimistic worldview means you have to be all peaches and cream and stuff but 
I also think that sometimes being positive is like, hey, don't forget, like, things are always getting worse, too. Like, it's okay. <laughs> just <laughs> have a matters. Po- yeah, just have a positive outlook to the <clears throat> terrible things. That's just nihilism, isn't it? I was just gonna say, it's actual nihilism <laughs> instead of the, like, hot topic brand that everyone assumes it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, That's fine. It's more like, uh, like the Voltaire-style nihilism of this is already the best of all possible worlds, so, like, just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I certainly don't believe this is the best of all possible worlds, but, uh, I mean, be wringing your hands about it and worrying about it's not going to fix anything, so you might as well be like, yeah, it's cer- all right. It's certainly the one we've got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Until until we invent sliders, the TV show. <laughs> Not the tiny hamburgers, because we've already invented those. <laughs> that's how you know this is the best of all possible uh, That's true, I forgot about yeah. tiny hamburgers. Yeah, look at all of the miniature food we've invented. It's very clear that this world is delightful. <laughs> we did get that pretty on lock. I, I think, you know, it would be interesting to... Uh, posit a theory of parallel dimensions where every dimension is just a dimension where people have focused on different things in the course of human culture, uh, and clearly our dimension was focused on gluttony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's another one that's, we, uh, that's... We nailed it, you guys. We nailed it. There's another one that has way better beds, because that's the sloth dimension. Exactly! <laughs> Uh, or but do the, they have miniature beds that they call sliders? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe. That'd be good. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe tiny, like, a bunch of tiny beds that you can eat with dipping sauces is the way oh, that'd to... that'd be so cute. <laughs> to get better sleep, You'd be a real ghost of Christmas past in that situation. Yeah. He was a giant, right? And was he, he ate tiny beds? Well, he was a giant. Was he a giant, or was he just, like, a big dude? Maybe he was just a big dude, and maybe just in Mickey's Christmas Carol he was a giant, but he was super giant in that. No, no, no. In the book, he's, like, big enough to fill the whole room, and then Scrooge is like, I can't come in there and talk to you, you're taking up the whole room. And he's like, oh, sorry, magic, and then he magics himself small. Like, uh, there's gotta be two other ghosts in here after you dude get smaller <laughs> no just one he's the second ghost oh yeah oh wait really it doesn't go in time order weird oh he's christmas present isn't he because he's always oh, getting yeah. older i said sorry, past, but I, I didn't mean it <laughs> i assumed when you said giant we were talking about past because he's the giant one the the, the no, pre- past one is a is a baby yeah you a said di- past again but you meant present again i we're thought getting confused i thought past was a pretty lady present was that weird humanoid muppet that uh they could have just gotten a dude to play and then future no. is some kind of skeleton <laughs> robot yeah no you're right but the present guy is supposed to be a giant the good yeah at the very beginning when they introduce him in the muppet one he's like in the whole room mm, okay i wasn't paying attention when we watched it He's eating, like, tons and tons of food. He's our dimension. He represents our dimension. (laughs) Yeah, because we are obsessed with the present, or is he the past? I forget. He's present. (laughs) Okay. Oh, man, that baby, dead baby dimension must be real creepy, though. It's not supposed to be a dead baby, though. It's supposed to be an ethereal child. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> what? How are the things we're saying different? <laughs> I feel like mine has a more positive spin. <laughs> but, okay. I guess we're going with optimism again. All right, fair enough. I wonder why uh, Nightmare Before Christmas didn't touch on the scariest aspect of Christmas, which is the fact that a bunch of ghosts tell you to be generous. That's that is the sequel bad. right there. The three ghosts from Christmas Town are like, yo, that dude was kind of rad. Like, let's go. We should go hang out with him. He was my favorite Santa so far. Ooh, what if these aren't ghosts at all? They're travelers from another dimension that is all about generosity, and they're trying to get our dimension to learn some lessons, and it's not working. And they're and their interdimensional craft is powered by generosity, and they can't get home until we all have generous. Oh my god, it to, all comes together. They're trying to yep. weaken us by making us kind and generous and loving so that they can invade and take over. Just, oh man. Just like the all, damn Muslims. All, all morality <laughs> is an Illuminati plot. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is what Republicans actually believe. Yes. <laughs> the Muslims are the Illuminati, right? <laughs> uh...